0: Welcome back to Perspectives, the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett. I'm Tommy Binion with the Heritage Foundation and in a minute, I'll be joined by Senator Ernst from Iowa and Senator Blackburn from Tennessee. The Senate Judiciary Committee has just taken a historic action and the senators are excited to take us through it. Senator Ernst, where are we in this process? What happened today and what is still to come?
1: Yes, today we had our Judiciary Committee meeting, Tommy, and it went Uh, very well because there were no Democrats present. They actually decided to boycott the committee meeting. So they were um, elsewhere while the Senate Republicans did our job and voted on the nominee. Um, It was unanimous with all Republicans voting in favor of Judge Amy Coney Barrett to be our next Associate Justice on the Supreme Court. So the next step is moving her onto the floor of the United States Senate. Uh, we will uh, start moving through those votes. We'll have a cloture vote on Sunday, and then we should be able to proceed and cast our vote for Judge Amy Coney Barrett on Monday evening.
0: So Judge Barrett has now been officially reported favorably to the Senate floor by the Senate Judiciary Committee. The Judiciary Committee's work is now done, but it was done so with no Democrats in the room. Senator Blackburn, where were they? What do you think about the fact that they weren't here? And then what does that mean for this process as a whole?
2: Well, you know, the Democrats chose not to show up, but chose not to do their job and not to do their constitutional duty. And if you pull your pocket constitution out and go to Article 2, Section 2, you see that the president has the power, it says he shall have the power, and that he is to nominate and to do it with the advice and consent of the Senate. Now, what this means, Tommy, is that it is not an option to not show up. You must do this. You must provide advice and consent. But the thing is, It may be no. You may say no. That may be your advice is a no vote. But the point is, you don't have the luxury of saying, I'm just not going to go to work today because I don't like what they're going to ask me to do. You go, you do your job, and if your vote is no, that is the vote that you cast. But this was their decision and how they chose to conduct themselves today.
0: I think that's a great point, Senator Blackburn, and and certainly no one else listening and and no one else uh, throughout this great country has the ability not to show up to work today because they don't like what they're being asked to do. Thankfully, the committee is able to continue its work. There was a majority of senators on the committee present. Uh, Twelve Republicans were there to do this work, and it is done. She is going onto the floor the stunt we'll call it, pulled by the Democrats, did not affect the business of the committee whatsoever. I want to turn now to uh, perspectives about Judge Barrett from throughout the country. You've both traveled back to your home states in the week since her hearings. What are people saying about her? What are you hearing about Judge Barrett? You've spent some time at home now. Uh, Is it positive about her out there? Let's start with you, Senator Ernst. How are they feeling about her in Iowa?
1: Oh, Tommy, uh, the folks that I have heard from in the state of Iowa believe that she is an extremely well-qualified jurist. She has such a sharp intellect, and people really enjoyed listening to her. You know, she is able to provide context and reasoning and a great analytical mind, and they were providing me all this wonderful feedback, and it's the same thing I was able to experience while sitting in the committee. So I'm just very grateful that Iowans have had the opportunity to watch her. You know, whether it was you know remotely during that hearing or snippets here and there on the news, but everyone believes her to be extremely qualified, and I'm I'm very thankful that uh, they are so supportive of her. But yes, just by and large, Iowans are supportive.
0: Senator Blackburn, same reaction in Tennessee?
1: Oh, it
2: absolutely is. People. Know that she is going to be a constitutionalist judge. And Tommy, here's the thing. You know, last week when one of the senators on the Democratic side said that they were fearful of her ushering in an era of conservative activism. What they were revealing to us is that they indeed want liberal activism on the court. But if you were to be with me in Tennessee talking to Tennesseans, they don't want activism of any kind on the court. They want an independent judiciary that is going to call balls and strikes and will abide by the Constitution and the rule of law.
0: And absolutely true. And we're seeing it in the sort of grassroots activism that is happening here in, in Washington as well. I'm keeping an eye on the crowds outside the Supreme Court and outside the Senate office buildings last week and this week. There are by far a larger number of Barrett supporters than detractors that have chosen to, to come out and, and um, assemble uh, to make their voices heard. I, I think she's an icon. Uh, the T-shirts that have her likeness on them, that the image of her holding the blank notepad—I I, think—I think the country's fallen in love with her. I think they were stunned by uh, how well she performed in a in a hostile environment last week, um, and you can see it in the polling too. Uh, it, since her introduction, the number of people that support the Senate immediately confirming her has gone from kind of a, a partisan. to uh, over a majority, 51% of the American people now uh, believe the Senate should vote to immediately confirm her. That's a big leap just by letting the country get to know you. You know, Senators, we started this podcast with a simple idea in mind that as two prominent women on the committee, your perspectives on this process would be really valuable and interesting. As your perspective on what it means to be a a woman in, in government, or uh, a constitutionalist woman changed throughout this process? Has anything surprised you? Senator we'll start with you.
1: Well, and this was a wonderful process to go through. And I am, again, I, I just can't talk about how thankful I am to have been part of this experience, part of the Judiciary Committee. Have my perspectives changed? No, because I went into this with eyes wide open and knowing that they were going to attack Amy Coney Barrett on whatever grounds they could. So whether it was her religious faith, whether it was her family. We knew that she would be subjected to that. What I am surprised about is that they tried to push their perspectives off off on Judge Barrett. Uh, They were trying to project their feelings onto her that she would be a judicial activist. But her record shows otherwise, and they can't argue with the cases that she ruled on. They can't argue that she is well qualified, probably uh, more qualified than anyone else out there. So I am, I'm glad we are through this initial Judiciary Committee process, what was reflected on by Senator Lindsey Graham, our chair this morning, he specifically mentioned Senator Blackburn and me and to the fact that we are conservative women and the left tries to marginalize us because we don't meet their standard of what a woman should be. And so that was just Really good to hear from Chairman Graham being able to throw that perspective out there. But we are conservative women. We have a voice. Amy Coney Barrett has a voice. And again, just glad to be part of that process.
0: That was a great moment when Chairman Graham referenced you, Senator Ernst, and and you, Senator Blackburn, uh, in his opening statement of today's historic vote. I think we do have that clip. Let's go ahead and play it now.
2: This moment's like this that make everything you go through matter. It's moments like this where you can tell young conservative women there's a place at the table for you. This is a groundbreaking historic moment for American legal community and really politically. Um, Senator Blackburn and Ernst spoke eloquently what it's like to be a conservative woman in America. Uh, You try to be marginalized Um, and I just want to thank both of them for their participation.
0: Senator Blackburn, you were also particularly poignant in your questioning about how the left has treated this particular judge. At at one point during your questioning, you you were trending on Twitter for uh, how powerful your remarks were. Have your perspectives changed? Did did that surprise you, And, and what do you think looking back on it?
2: I think the more important question on this is what did it do to change the perspective of our Republican colleagues, of House members, of um, our Democratic colleagues? Did it cause them to stop and think about the way that they respond to conservative women? I have many times said conservative women are treated like fourth-class citizens in Washington, D.C., because we do not submit to the leftist agenda. And as we know, the left expects you to submit to their agenda. But conservative women are independent, free-thinking women. And that is how they conduct their lives and how they work, how they rear their families. And so it is. it has been interesting to see the response from some of our republican colleagues and some of our democratic colleagues that may not have thought about how they appeared to others they have so much support from the media they are constantly elevated and glorified and glamorized because they submit to that agenda that the left has for women. And my hope is that through this process, we will have pushed back some barriers. We will have uh, crushed through and made openings for women to step forward and lead, whether it's in the public or the private sector.
0: I couldn't agree more. I, I think truly and genuinely, the country has been the great beneficiary of the leadership that you've both shown uh, in this moment. Fast forwarding 10 years, looking back, or 20 years, looking back on this moment, will it be historically significant? What what do you hope will have changed because of Amy Coney Barrett's success in this way? We'll start with you, Senator Blackburn.
2: My hope is that you're going to see people look back at this and say, you know, it really was silly that they thought they could block a woman because they preferred intellectual isolation as opposed to having viewpoint diversity. That really was silly, and it did not serve the cause of women furthering their careers, furthering their voice in the public sector. Senator Ernst,
0: 10 years from now, what do you hope this moment will have, what change do you hope this moment will have affected?
1: Well, I hope in 10 years we see many more strong conservative women that are right now, whether they are graduating high school, whether they are um, you know, university seniors, whatever the case may be, that these conservative women 10 years in the future will understand that this is exactly what a mom can do. This is what female conservatives can do, and they will know that there are no ceilings, anymore for them that they can strive and become whatever they wish to become and that the left is not going to hold our voices back um, we can determine our own paths in life and so god bless amy coney barrett um, folks like senator Marsha blackburn myself other female conservatives that will continue to break down those barriers for other young women so they don't have to feel that they have to hide their faith hide their values, uh, to be accepted by everyone, that you can be conservative, you can achieve great heights. That's what I hope to see in 10 years.
0: Amen, and I'm optimistic that that is where we are headed. Let's look forward for just a moment. The Senate Judiciary Committee has finished its work. Judge Amy Coney Barrett is on the way to the Senate floor. When is that vote going to be, and uh, will there be any drama? Senator Ernst.
1: Well, uh, you can always expect drama. Um, So we will uh, move on that cloture vote Sunday afternoon, early afternoon. And we do expect to have the final vote on the floor of this Senate. Then on Monday evening, and she will become our next associate justice. Um, drama, drama seems to follow the Democrats everywhere. So I do expect that we'll see shenanigans um, over the weekend leading up to that final vote on Monday.
0: Senator Blackburn feeling confident about the vote on Monday?
1: Oh, I am. I think it
2: is something that is going to happen on schedule. Um, actually, I hope we take our uh, cloture vote Sunday morning. Start the clock earlier so we can take that vote on the floor earlier in the day.
1: Oh, Amen. <laughs> well, thank you very
0: much, senators, for your generous time. I know you're you're very busy. Good luck this weekend. We will be back with you once the Senate floor has concluded. In the meantime, our deepest gratitude for your perspectives.
2: Oh, thank you. Bye now. Thanks, Bye-bye. Tommy.
0: Perspectives is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop.